Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. Hello again. Last week, I looked at the Jazz Week charts, which compile playlists from various jazz-oriented radio stations, primarily in the U.S., and I played a selection from each album that was ranked between number 31 and number 40 on the jazz charts from September 28th of this year. I've moved forward a couple weeks to the October 12th chart, and I'll play mostly albums ranked in the middle of the top 40, and throw in something Canadian that is pretty high on the iTunes charts. I'm going to start with one that made a huge leap on the charts this week, from number 61 to number 32. She's a classical percussionist, originally from Taiwan, now living in New York. Xian Xian Lu, and the album is called The Path, an album just released late September. And here she plays the vibraphone. I listened to three tracks, and each one was very different from the other, and I thought had a great sound. All About Jazz, their website, described her as, quote, a groove-conscious harmonist. She draws from an extensive color palette in her work, values the powers of space and suggestion, lays into a line as good as anybody, and paints what's, in essence, a portrait of a soulful modernist on the rise. Unquote. I don't know if this describes her music or not. Let's see. Here's the title track, The Path, with Sheldrick Mitchell on piano, Richie Goods bass, Alan Mednor drums, and... Xian Xian Lu on vibraphone.
Yes, I think that the All About Jazz website uh, gives a nice description of that music. It seems pretty accurate to me. I mean, especially about the, the part about the extensive color palette in her work and the, the value of the powers of space and suggestion. That's uh, Xian Xian Lu, one of her original compositions in this wonderful new album called The Path, and that is the title tune. Very impressive, I think, and I look forward to hearing more from her. The music of Thelonious Monk is in the midst of a huge revival. Thanks partly, I suspect, to those new recordings of his that have just surfaced where he played at a high school and the session was recorded by a janitor. That's a Palo Alto album. I'm not going to play anything from that right now, but there is an album that is number 30 on the Jazz Week charts by tenor and soprano saxophonist Theodoros Avery, and it's called Harlem Stories, the music of Thelonious Monk. It's been referred to as less a tribute to Monk than a deep study of the music. I'll play something from that. Here is Theo with Anthony Wansi on piano, Willie Jones III on drums, and the bass of Corcoran Holt. Thank you. 
Theodros Avery, his study of the music of Thelonious Monk. Speaking of Monk, there's another Thelonious Monk tribute album on the current Top 50, a pianist and orchestrator named John Beasley. He recorded two previous albums of his Monk Estra, as he calls it, and on this one, he goes beyond Thelonious Monk tunes, even playing such jazz classics as Donna Lee. I'm not usually a huge fan of big band jazz, but I love the orchestrations and the few tracks that I heard from John Beasley. Here's a Thelonious Monk tune with which I'm pretty familiar, Locomotive. It features Hubert Laws on flute, John Beasley and his Monk Estra.
John Beasley and his monk Estra. Next is an album that is now on its way down on the charts, but did make it up to number three at some point. Still ranked as number 28. It's by pianist Christian Sands. The album is called Be Water. Here he is with his rendition of Stevie Winwood's Can't Find My Way Home with Yasushi Nakamura on bass, Clarence Penn, drums, and the gospel-style piano of Christian Sands. It starts very quietly, so listen closely.
Christian Sands, Can't Find My Way Home, a hit for blind faith in the late 60s. Taking a short break from Jazz Week's top albums of October 12, 2020, I'm taking a quick peek at iTunes' most popular albums, and right at number three is something Canadian. It's the new Diana Krall album, released September 24th of this year, Even though most of the tunes were recorded about three or four years ago, it's called This Dream of You. Here is Autumn in New York, and I believe that's guitarist Anthony Wilson and bassist John Clayton Jr. backing her up. And you only hear a touch of Diana Krall's piano, a beautiful rendition, however. Diana Krall, Autumn in New York.
It's good to live it again. Diana Krall, who hails from Nanaimo, B.C. Just a hop, skip, and a jump from where I'm living now in Victoria. Okay, it's hard to believe that that last track and this next one both fit into the same genre called jazz. Number 27 on Jazz Week's Top 50 Albums is Nigerian composer and bassist Michael Olatuja and an album called Lagos Pepper Soup on Whirlwind Records. I'm going to play the title track features the voice of Grammy Award winner Angelique Kijo and the uh, very interesting guitar of Lionel Luecki. Thank you. 
Michael Olatuja, Lagos Pepper Soup. Number 26 on the Jazz Week chart of October 12th is the Spanish Harlem Orchestra, and the album is called The Latin Jazz Project. It's on Artist Share Records. The group's led by Puerto Rican pianist Oscar Hernandez, and this track, called Latin Perspective, features the flute of Jeremy Bosch and the vibraphone of Joe Locke.
the Spanish Harlem Orchestra. Album number 23 on this week's Jazz Week Jazz Charts is considered more traditional swing jazz, although it sounds pretty beboppy to me. It's a drummer-led group led by Joe Farnsworth. The album's called Time to Swing on the Smoke Sessions label. This one features trumpeter Wynton Marcellus, along with Kenny Barron on piano and bassist Peter Washington. Here's a Wynton Marcellus composition called Hesitation. Joe Farnsworth. Thank you. 
loud is that ever swing? Drummer Joe Farnsworth with Wynton Marcellus. I'm going to end this episode of Discovering Jazz with another percussionist-led ensemble, the late Ray Mantilla, M-A-N-T-I-L-L-A, and his last record called Rebirth. Mantilla died of lymphoma in March of this year, and he knew that this would be his last record. This is his rendition of the well-known Bobby Timmons composition, That There, features pianist and arranger Edie Martinez. You'll also hear the trio of horns uh, led by trumpeter Guido Gonzalez, as well as the sax and or flute of Ivan Renta and Jorge Castro. Piero Rodriguez is on bass. Diego Lopez compliments Ray Mantilla's percussion with his drums. Oh, and I'll probably top it off at the end with just a touch of another track from that amazing uh, vibraphonist, Xian Xian Lu. You've been listening to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. Next week, more from the current top 50 as compiled by Jazz Week website. Bye for now. <laughs>